Welcome back to Appalachian Monsters and Mysteries. I'm Molly. And I'm Belle. And this week, on a slightly lighter note than our last episode, we're going to be talking about the legend of Julia Legree. Ooh. And it's spelled differently than it sounds, but too many times have I mispronounced places and names. I was like... I'm going to do my research. So I watched an entire video about commonly mispronounced places Good in South you. Carolina. Oh. There's a street with this name. It's a oh, common family God. name. It's just Legree, but oh, it's okay. not spelled like that. Well, I mean, people pronounce things wrong in West Virginia all the time. Philippi? Yeah. Hurricane? Yep. There's all more. true. I'm just, you know. Monongalia? And then yeah. Monongahela. <laughs> yeah. yeah, those two always got me mixed up when I was in school. I mean, technically, I guess I'm still in school, but. Okay, so Julia Legree was born Julia Georgiana Seabrook on November 18th, 1829. She was hey, the daughter. That's my brother's birthday. Oh, wow. Shout out. Yes. <laughs> what year was this woman born? 1829. Greg was not born. <laughs> I'm glad that he was not born at that time. He was born on November 18th, though. Woo. He has the same birthday as a ghost. I mean, I think that's pretty cool. I wish I had the same birthday as a ghost. I wish uh, I had the same birthday as the Roswell incident. That's and fun. I don't feel like the day that uh, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, the creator of Sherlock Holmes, died. Oh, that's depressing. I don't feel like my birthday has any real significance. I'll look it up. But if um, if I had the same birthday as a ghost, I'm pretty sure that that would definitely be my fun fact when introducing myself. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, I'm the reincarnation of this <laughs> ghost lady. From the 1800s. From the 1800s. <laughs> so Julia was the daughter of Elizabeth Emma Eddings and William Seabrook. That's a lot of ease. Yeah, I know. <laughs> a wealthy cotton plantation owner. Oh. And this is a side note that does not relate to this story whatsoever. Yes. But the Seabrook Plantation is a very nice place from the pictures that I've seen. I showed it to you. I sent it to you at oh, you some did? point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, do you remember? Yeah. Um, and so if any of you who are listening would like to buy this plantation and just let me come visit just once, that would be really great. It's 8,235 square feet with 350 acres of land. It has two guest houses, a greenhouse, and a tea house. It probably has a lot of bad juju, though, because it's a plantation house. Uh, That's okay. It's still really pretty. The house was also designed by James Hoban, the architect of the White House, which oh, I thought was wow. pretty Wait, neat. The, the first White House or the current White House? Good question. I really don't know. Okay. <laughs> I didn't go. I was like, oh, cool. He, he designed the White House? <laughs> I was That's wondering, I was wondering nice. if it's the one that the British burned down or if it's the current one. I don't know. I'm, I'm clueless, Bill. I don't know enough about <laughs> history. I don't know. <laughs> so I guess we can get back to Julia, the main yes. character in our story here. Legend has it she was a young girl or preteen who was visiting family in South Carolina when she quickly fell ill. Most sources report that it was dip diphtheria, an oh. infection that can lead to difficulty breathing, heart failure, paralysis, and even death. Oh, God. Yeah. She fell into a coma and was eventually pronounced dead. 
Her family then buried her in the Legree Mausoleum on Edisto Island, South Carolina. Although tragic, her family seemed to have moved on and continued with their lives. That was until her brother died 15 years later. They opened the sealed crypt in order to bury him, but they were horrified to find the decaying remains of Julia pressed against the door. Oh, God, no. Her fingers were damaged from scratching on the doors and floor of the vault. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I knew you'd enjoy this. They quickly realized that she had been buried alive. Oh, God, no. And awoke from her coma to find herself trapped in a tomb. Fun fact, we will talk about this in the episode right after this one. I have a long list of fears. A long <laughs> list of fears. <laughs> and at the top of that list, other than being accused of wrongfully accused of murder, is being buried alive. Yeah. You, know. you run out of oxygen slowly or you starve <laughs> to death. Oh. Also mirrors is on that list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll and talk about that later a lot on. Of other stuff. So, unable to escape and nobody nearby to hear her scream yeah, for she's help. On an island. Oh god. <laughs> she spent her last days alone in her family's mausoleum. And she slowly starved to death. That is the only yeah. way that she could have died. She slowly starved to death. Mhm. Yep. Her family reburied her remains, this time for good, and resealed the door. The door <sighs> refused to remain closed, however. Parishioners repeatedly found it unlocked and opened. Yeah, that's because Julia's spirit is like, guess what? You're not locking me in here yeah, for a second for real. time, jokers. I know, right? There's no way. I'm sick. I do the same thing. I'm sick. <laughs> Locks uh. and chains were used on the door to keep it closed, but it always managed to find its way back Good open. Good for Julia. <laughs> I know, right? Some reports even claim that the door itself was found broken multiple times. Members of the church eventually gave up and took the door completely off, which is why there's still no door there to this day. There are also claims that you can see the scratch marks from Julia inside. Why would, why, why would I want to see that? I why would know. I want to see the last marks of a woman who was buried alive? I don't know, but you know, some people might. No. But where's her, where's her grave at? Heck, if um, I just know it's in South Carolina, I bet you I can find it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's <laughs> on a Disto Island. Oh, it's on an island. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's on an island. No one could hear her screams. Well, I mean, I think it's a very well populated area, but I mean, it's a cemetery. Mm-hmm. And no one's just this was in the and... 1800s as well. Oh, yeah. So, unlike now, when people just walk around cemeteries for exercise. Yeah. What is up with that? That's so common. I have. Okay. So. Me and you've been through a lot of cemeteries at this point <laughs> in our lives. Yeah, something looking for graves. We're um, not weirdos. It's for people, the podcast yeah, research, okay? <laughs> um, and I've almost hit so many people with my car because <laughs> yeah. they're just walking yes. around cemeteries. <laughs> and they always give us dirty looks. Yeah, they give us dirty looks. <laughs> yeah. Who's driving around the cemetery? We're yeah. not walking they don't know that we may be looking for a relative's grave. They don't know that. Yeah. Are we? No. No. But still, we could be. And and the thing is, apparently this is very common because I was just listening to another podcast, Dear Hank and John, and he walks around a cemetery. John Green walks around a cemetery not far from his own home. 
Um, I think it's like the Foothills Cemetery, and it's one of the most like cemetery most populated with vice presidents. Oh, well, that's interesting. I don't know. It's in Indiana. Um, but this is a common thing. Apparently, people just walk around cemeteries. People walk around the cemetery in in this town too. Yeah, all the time. Why? I have. I don't, I know. I don't no, get. It. I have no idea. I. Are they looking for ghosts? Are they like, you know, maybe if I see a ghost, my heart rate will increase and that'll be like, you know, my Fitbit will think that I'm no. getting more oh exercise. God. I don't know. I can just imagine me deciding. I wake up in the morning. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to walk around a cemetery. I walk around no. the cemetery one time and uh, automatically I feel like I would see a ghost. Yeah. No, thank you. I don't think it would take long for me at all, whether it be my own imagination or an yeah, actual ghost. for sure. Something would happen, whether actually happen or in your head. Oh, yeah, for way. sure. My my Apple Watch would be going off. It'd be like, breathe, Bell, <laughs> breathe. So this is the story that is often told about Julia, what I just covered. Mm-hmm. But there are a few discrepancies that should be mentioned. Of course there are. This is the 1800s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. So although younger in age, Julia was Julia was not a young girl or even a preteen. She actually married John Berwick Legree around 1848 when she was about 18 years old. She also had one or two children, once again, depending on the sources that you oh look God. at. A local historian states that two years after she was buried, her four-year-old son passed away and the door to the vault opened mysteriously. Two years after this, Julia's husband passed away, was buried there, and the door opened once again with no explanation. That gives me goosebumps. Yeah, I don't know. This is horrible. I don't know how old the husband was, Mm -hmm. but she was between 18 and 22 or 23. Her son was only four years old, and then the husband, too. Like, almost back to back. That other kid. I know, right? Poor other kid. I know. (laughs) So sad. So this was when supposedly, you know, the church or whoever was on the grounds decided to take the door completely off. Smart move on their part. Yeah, really. I wouldn't want to deal with that. Regardless of why this door was being moved, good idea. Just remove the door. Yeah, really. Just remove the problem. (laughs) I would. It seems that the whole family died very young, which may perhaps have something to do with why the door wouldn't stay shut. Uh, yeah, this is the 1800s. Vaccines weren't yeah. big. Polio. Yeah. I mean, who? Mm, a heck of a who disease. Knows? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Smallpox. <laughs> uh, they didn't have antibiotics, I'm pretty sure. I mean, yeah, there are countless reasons that these poor people died at such the a young age. The Grim Reaper was just flourishing yeah that was his time to i mean shine. especially in this poor family yeah for real i don't if know you if you were if you were part of this family it's just like the grim reaper grim reaper was your <laughs> uncle he, he just hung out at family events he was like one of you are about to go down i'm just waiting oh don't mind That's me so more over here eating the potato salad please continue uncle larry oh, looking at you <laughs> So, there's also no proof or records that Julia was buried alive at all. Boo. I know. I was, okay. Disagree. I know. (laughs) I hate it. This is, you know, 
you know what kind of podcast this is. So we all, of course, want to believe everything. Oh, yeah. But there sure. were a few different things that they were like, mm, there are some issues with this story. So the mausoleum that she is buried in is actually very small. So there would not be much room for her family to have just left her body laying in the open. Mm -hmm. Her remains are currently inside the mausoleum and sealed up into the wall. So it seems unlikely that she would be left lying inside like this tomb. And then they decided to bury her in the wall after they discovered her remains. That's just not... Very likely. Yeah. Also, her brother, whose death, legends claim, led to the discovery of Julius' remains, actually died only six months after she did. And in fact, he was not even buried with Julia inside the vault, but was buried elsewhere in the cemetery. This is why I believe no one should be buried and everyone should be cremated. (laughs) Wait, so you can be burned alive instead of buried alive? Yes, 10 out of 10. You'll die a lot faster. Uh, yeah. If you're going to die, if you're going to die like that, you'll be dead. The <sighs> nightmare of being buried alive yeah. is just, that's what, cremation. I am, I stand cremation <laughs> so <stay>. hard, <laughs> so hard. Yeah. For so many reasons. One, eventually this earth is just going to be too full of dead bodies. <laughs> if you think about it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Cemeteries will slowly just like cover the earth. That's a nightmare. That's crazy. That sounds like a terrifying YA novel that I'd probably read. <laughs> Two, less likely to be buried alive if you are cremated. Yeah. Three, less likely to be buried alive. <laughs> Yeah. Honestly. I don't know. Also, going back to the whole part of, you know, dead bodies, man. Also, (laughs) ew, I just can't. I just, just, she was. I also hate funerals. And it's less likely for a person to have a funeral if they're cremated. Yeah. So I'm here for that, too. I just, if this, if this actually happened and she was in a coma. Yeah. It's in the 1800s. I get that. Mm-hmm. But a pulse? Am I am I wrong? Well, I mean, things can slow your heart rate down and stuff like that. Yeah. Um also, I'm sure doctors weren't great. Yeah. In the I 1800s. mean, that's what I'm saying. Um I mean, because in cases we talked about before and just history in general, we know that doctors were like Witch. prescribing <laughs> exorcisms yeah. and they they said everyone was a witch. Yeah. So like if Julie would have come back from this coma, they would have been like, she came back from the dead. Oh, man. Witch. <laughs> that is a very valid point. See, you another know? reason for cremation, especially in the 1800s, you can't be accused of being a witch. Yeah. If you get burned alive. That's a very good point. Because, I mean, they burned witches all the time. Commonly, they drown them. Yeah. But they burned a few of them. I don't like the thought of drowning. I'd also rather be burned alive than drowned. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I would, too. That's really one of... I don't... I don't mess with it. Water's always kind of freaked me out a little bit. 10 out of 10. I mean, in in, in terms of ways of dying... I'd rather, you know, die in a coma, preferably. Um, but if it's if it's like 
sleep with Mary Kill death edition <laughs> and being buried alive, burned alive, or drowned, I'm going to marry being burned alive. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kill being drowned. <laughs> I, I guess know. that would leave me sleeping with that is a what's the last one that I said? Being uh buried, buried alive. alive. Yeah. <laughs> if it's just for a night, I can handle that. <laughs> this is it just seems like a lose, lose, lose situation all the way around. Burn me. I love. just hope I don't die Burn under those. I hope it's more natural causes than that. I also don't want to live until I'm like super old either, so I know. I'm so terrified of getting old. Yeah. <laughs> I, I almost had a mental breakdown when I turned 18. Also, when I turned 20. It's fun. So, uh. when it comes to the scratch marks inside the tomb, mm-hmm. it is also rather unlikely that Julia was able to leave such impressions on something on as hard stone. <laughs> as stone or marble that the walls and door are likely made out of. Ew. Yeah, I don't like the thought of that. Yeah, I'm just thinking about, oh, God, her fingernails would have had to break like Ew. break off and bleed. Ah. Even if they were short. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, me either. I'm not sure I would be scratched on the door. I think I'd try to be, like, banging well, on I the mean, door Well, I mean, if you're trying to pry it open, though. Oh. Oh, yeah. Your fingernails would break off real, oh, yeah. real quick. 100%. Ew, I don't like it. That makes my I feel like I Yeah, I don't feel like that would be my first instinct, though, to pry the door open. I feel like I would try to, like break it in some way like yeah. try to break it in some way first mm-hmm. but hopefully i'm never know. put in that situation honestly. i know honestly. i don't know what i would do so from what i've read you can actually visit the small mausoleum where julia and her family are buried hey that's yeah cool. i know we will also post some pictures of it on our instagram if you want to check those out at sure. amm pod there are markings for her her husband and one of her sons I'm not exactly sure what happened to her other son. Hopefully he Maybe lived. Maybe he like, got old and was buried with his wife or something. I know. That's what I was going to say. Hopefully he lived a long and full life. But personally, because if I'm not mistaken, the, I mean, women are normally buried with their husbands. Yeah. And it was a son. So Maybe since know. everyone in his family died so early in his life, he just kind of like forgot about them (laughs) yeah he forgot about his mom his dad and his brother i mean like julia who like adopted by like his uncle or his aunt or something (laughs) yeah i have no idea i don't know he's probably buried with like his wife yeah it's a possibility there aren't very many removed once again it's the 1800s moving a ton in the 1800s because like I mean, supposedly she was visiting her family. I'm going to be real with you. I don't know if cars were around then. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that they were. No. No. Okay. Who wants to travel in a horse and buggy? (laughs) Oh, God. Sometimes I just wonder when we make certain comments, how many people are like, who are these West Virginian. Yeah, that's probably where that one idiots. star comes from on our oh. Apple reviews. They're probably like, not that we're bitter or anything idiots. about it, but <laughs> they're probably like, their accents are stupid and they're also stupid. Yeah. One star. I mean, sometimes I'm not going to disagree with that. Maxon is great. 
well, it's not great, but I have to, I have to live with it. So I tell myself it's great. Yeah, we just accept it. So there's also not a door when you enter the mausoleum currently. There's so that yes, right? yeah, yeah, that is correct. Um, but it's difficult to tell why there's no oh. door. <laughs> I mean, okay. was it because it kept or opening? was there no door at all? Yeah, it's oh, once again. Well, I mean, most very of the time there's doors with mausoleums though. Most of the mausoleums I, I've seen, there's doors. This is a very, very small one. I've never oh. seen, like... Remember yeah. when we went to the the cemetery? Like, it seems like we so often do. And it was very small. And the I one think in there Asheville? was like Yes. I think there was, like, an angel. Duh. Yeah. It's you really small. the one small. that had fake deer outside of it? <laughs> yeah. That threw me off. Guys. We were driving by there. I saw these deer. I was like, it's the daytime. <laughs> yeah. I was so confused. I was also confused because still deep in my mind. My dad told me when I was younger that all animals come that come out during the day have a rabies. Because <laughs> I used to bring home stray animals all the time. Um, so anytime I do see animals out in the day, I'm like, rabies. rabies. <laughs> so I saw those deer and I was scared, first of all, because I was like, I'm going to hit one with my car. Please don't get into the road. Yeah, really. And second of all, I was like, they probably have rabies. <laughs> uh, fun fact, kids. Not all animals that you see in the daytime have rabies. Yeah. In case you didn't know that. My parents were liars. Yeah. I feel like our, all of our parents have lied to us at some point yeah, during our lives. That's it. They were like, my dad was like, yeah, all animals. Because this is after I had brought home yeah. a raccoon. I mean, that's understandable. You brought home a raccoon? Yes. And I tried to bring home a skunk. Oh, I want a pet skunk. Um, And then the raccoon, like, we released it outside of our house, and it just stayed around our house all the time. His name was Cappy. <gasps> and I loved it. But How I couldn't cute. keep it in the house, because, you know, rabies. Right, yeah. So I'm not sure exactly what happened with our friend Julia here. Nevertheless, it's an interesting story that's been passed down for, I'm assuming, generations. Like, this yeah. is a very well-known story that people have heard throughout South Carolina's history. Honestly, I mean, we heard of it, so it's pretty well-known. Yeah. Was she buried alive? Yes, she was. This story is real. She is a ghost. Maybe. Go Shout to out to Julia. <laughs> Yeah, if you go to the cemetery, let us know. Yeah, send us pictures. We will share them on our Instagram. Um, for sure. Yeah, definitely. So if you if you want to send them to us on Instagram, that's at Amen Pod. Yeah, our Instagram, and then our email is uh, AppalachianMM at Gmail. Share share your spooky pictures. Molly was showing me spooky pictures today of. This one thing that looks like um, Dolphin Man. If you've never heard of <laughs> Dolphin Man, look it up. Yeah. It'll change your life. My kids sing the song about Dolphin Man all the time. Yeah. Which no one's happy about except me. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think she's buried alive. Also, that's still my worst nightmare, other than being framed for a murder I did not commit. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty warped of us to say, but... I like the idea of there being <laughs> a ghost. I mean, I don't want to say uh, that I no. hope she was buried alive, oh, God, but no. but still, I mean, it's a cool story. Yeah, 
it's probably brought more tourists there to talk to historians and people have probably visited it. If you do go to the grave, wear a mask. We're still in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, as of and right now. As of now. South Carolina still has a mask mandate as of now as well. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, we're recording this on March 5th. <laughs> um, so wear a mask, but yeah. Me and Molly, we'll probably go there. Yeah. At some point. Why not? To an island? Sure. Yeah, I love islands. Also, pirates. Anywhere <laughs> where I can be closer to where pirates once were is a place I want to be. That's true. I love pirates. <laughs> well, that was another episode of Appalachian Monsters and Mysteries. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure that you subscribe so you can see whenever our new episodes come out. There are new episodes every Monday. Um, yeah, every Monday. Make sure that you are subscribed so that you know. Make sure that you follow us on Instagram, Aim and Pod, because we have um, some really cool things coming up and some really cool cases that we're going to be talking about. Next week is one that is horrifying, but interesting. Yeah. Very dark. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. And it's a long episode. So buckle up. It's also about a roadway. So <laughs> a little teaser for you. <laughs> buckle up. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome for that dad joke. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.